0: Hey friend, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast, a space where I give you whole life perspective on business relationships and personal development. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you're having an amazing week so far. Welcome to the month of September. We are finally in the last month of the year and I hope that this year has been good to you. I hope you take this month to really reflect and pull out the good, assess the bad, and leave the irrelevant behind. I'm excited as always (laughs) and I hope you are too and I hope you're into planning what you have in store for 2022 and I hope it all serves you well. This week I want to talk to you about projection. So a while ago I had an opportunity a job opportunity and it was with a company that I knew a few people who worked there and the opportunity seemed great it seemed in line with what I'm doing it it was positive it was amazing and when I spoke to two people actually who had past experiences with the company they proceeded to tell me that, oh, don't don't mind them. They seem like they're chill, but they're going to get their pound of flesh from you. Um, that's how they started with me too. But trust me, I worked 16-hour days. Um, I barely got to rest. There's no work-life balance there. They always smile in your face and get you on board. But once they get you, you're trapped. And for me personally, I listened to that. I took their perspective with a grain of salt, but... I felt it was a little bit irrelevant in that I don't like when individuals try to project their negative experiences on you. Um, And that's the thing with projection, right? They're speaking from their place and their personal experiences. And from that personal internal place, it's sometimes hard to see positive that could and does exist outside of that, right? And they were pretty much like, yeah, if it was horrible for me, so it's going to be horrible for t- you too. And I was like, eh, no. I really <laughs> thank you and with all due disrespect. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case for me. Why? Because I know what I'm walking into. I have power on my side in the knowledge of what I have, the freedom I have to choose, and also choose again so if i were to take the opportunity and i realize that's not aligned with what i want i also still hold the power to choose to walk away from it because my expectations and the reality are not aligned in a way that is worthy for me to put in the work right and we see this projection a lot in many different ways in in relationships is one where i think we see it a lot um I was having a conversation, a debate with a gentleman and I was pretty much telling him that I have expectations out of my life and what I want for my life as a single person, as a future married person, and as a future parent to children with that person who I marry. And those are non-negotiables for me. There are things that I'm not willing to sacrifice and of course, there's going to be compromise, right? But there are some baseline fundamentals that I am not willing to sacrifice, so much so that I am extremely, extremely patient in waiting for somebody who is aligned with me and equally yoked with me and I with them in those ways. And he went on to say, well, 70% of people are, are not satisfied in their relationship, and I stared at him and said, why would I want to be among the losers? <laughs> and it was he, he was kind of taken back. I'm like, I do not live my life based on statistics or in terms of what number is higher, right? Because if it's true that 70% of people are managing and struggling, that means that you are more likely, just based on math, to end up over there. But the way I look at it is that if there are 30% of people who are living satisfied lives, that's what I associate myself with. I'm not going to to look at a situation and say, well, people are doing okay. Many people are married and not happy and commit myself to a life of mediocrity, lack of satisfaction and sadness because other people have decided to do that for themselves. And this really goes back to decision-making, right? Some people do want to be in a relationship so badly that, there is no, the biggest fundamental is companionship, right? Whereas other people will say companionship is nice. Romantic companionship is great. But when it comes with all this other stuff, because without those in the long run, I will not be satisfied. And that will be a detriment to the person I'm with and myself, of course, right? So I think when it comes to getting opinions from other people, especially about things concerning that are unique and important to you and your life, you need to give yourself the grace to make your own decisions and mistakes. And what I mean by this is that, yes, what they said can be true. Absolutely. Right. And it probably is true for them, but for you, you owe it to yourself to walk up the path and see what's on the other end of it for yourself. You should not sit there and be comfortable in allowing somebody else's experience to be to be the pillar of your life and stop you from walking in whatever you're supposed to do to get your experiences and your perspectives that can be exactly the same as theirs but also completely opposite, right? Um the information that we come into a situation with will always affect our outlook on that situation. And that's why it's important to hear what people say but remove everything that's not of use to you and put it to the side because you don't want to walk in and create a self-fulfilling prophecy based on somebody else's experience that might not be yours, right? If somebody is saying that oh for example that job, right? Every time they want to get their pound of flesh, they don't want you to have balance. They want you to stay and work 16 hours a day. And I'm there, let's say working eight hours a day. And for whatever reason, my manager goes, Oh, Tox, can you stay an extra 15 minutes? Cause I'd like to talk to you about something, but I don't have time during the work hours. And because I have this, they're going to take that pound of flesh in the back of my head, yelling at me or whispering. I'm like, You see, they're about to start doing that now he thinks it's going to be 15 minutes. And then by then, by next week, I'm going to be working 15 hours. No, I'm not going to take it. Whereas that situation could have literally just been the 15 minutes that my manager requested and nothing more, nothing less. Right? So it's important that we don't allow these external factors to come in and project action that's doesn't belong to us into our lives right and i've also spoken about this with relationships in many ways where the whole concept for women of enduring in relationships is one that i i find disgusting <laughs> um, personally because it's not stated to men in the same manner they're not told to endure they're told to be whatever they want to be in the abundance of it provide and when i say this is a very general. And I think it's only right that I preface it with saying traditional Nigerian culture. Like these are conversations that I've had with some traditionalist men and women, Nigerian men and women who I have contact with or who are in my life. I'm not going to say all men and women, but I see it in many different ways, right? Where if a woman were to cheat, a man would not be expected to stay because that's the highest level of disrespect. But if A man cheats, a woman will be advised by some of the closest people in her life to endure it and push and stay in it. And walking into a situation with those projections and those mentalities shapes the experience of that situation. A man who's been told that all he needs to do is provide financially will come in and feel like they're killing the game (laughs) by bringing home a paycheck. And a woman who's been told to endure will be dissatisfied with this and not be able to speak up because they've been told that that's how things are supposed to be. So I think, as I said, we owe it to ourselves to really step back and make our own decisions and mistakes. The things you want, express them. You would be surprised how open and accommodating people are when we are vocal with what we want out of life. And in the event that people are not like receptive to the things that you want, knowing that in the beginning will save you a lot of time wasted on trying to change someone, trying to bend someone, trying to bend yourself to be something that is not possible, right? At the end of the day, changing people's perspectives on experiences that have held value in their life is ridiculously difficult and sometimes near impossible. It's almost impossible for us to change our own habits that we know are no good for us, so let alone trying to change somebody else when we can barely change ourselves is just unrealistic. So instead, being vocal and walking into situations with our own perspective And letting those situations show us what they are with our eyes wide open will allow us to step into situations and get the most out of them instead of stepping in and sometimes stepping out prematurely because that projection has you taking extreme decisions on minor things because somebody else has told you about their end and you're still in the beginning using their end as a litmus test to what you should do next, right? So that's not the way to go. And I think it's important that I say that I understand and you should understand the validity of somebody's experience. And it's okay to understand that the validity of their experience can hold while you also have a completely different experience. This is not an or. This is not a but. It's actually an and you worked with that company, it was horrible for you. You would never recommend them to anyone. And I work with that company. It's amazing. And I would, I would recommend them to everybody I know within a 7,000 mile radius, you know? And that's the thing, right? Like having your own experience doesn't invalidate somebody else's. And just as their own experience doesn't invalidate yours. We are all walking around with different experiences prior with different outlooks the ways we were brought up, the things that we want out of life, the things that make us happy, the things that are worthy to us, the things that are satisfying to us. And all of these parts of our personality and then some are taking into consideration and they shape and affect the way we operate within the spaces where we find ourselves. So that's why it's an and because all of my dispositions might make me the perfect candidate for that position. And because I speak up, I can tell them that these are my boundaries. I'm not going to be working 16 hours. This is what I'm coming with. This is my expectation and this is how I will deliver. Whereas somebody else who's a little bit more passive, who then gets paired with a manager who is all about the goals and not about boundaries will now push and enforce things against them, which their lack of ability to speak up will not allow them to speak up (laughs) and because of that they end up not being satisfied and feeling overworked and feeling unheard whereas that would never be the case for me right so let's really just watch our mouths I think that's that's the important part of this when what you speak becomes seed which grows roots that conspire to confirm as truth in your life so every th- single thing someone says to you, you do not have to say it back out loud. You do not have to absorb it as the truth in your life because what you do absorb as the truth in your life will become the truth in your life. And this is for the great things and the bad things, it, both. So that's why it's so important to not, if, if you know that's not what you want, do not say it over yourself. Um, Nigerian parents are great at this. Like my mom will be like, my enemy has a cold. And I'll be like, what do you mean your enemy has a cold? Because she will not say I have a cold because she doesn't want to call the negativity onto herself as a reality. So she'll... Um, she'll redirect it towards her enemy because it ain't me who's going to be sick. It's my enemy who's going to be sick. Right. And this can seem a little bit dramatic. Of course, growing up, I rolled my eyes into the back of my head and they almost fell out of my head and rolled down the floor because I was like, are you serious right now? Like, I'd be like, I'm not feeling good. No, you feel good. No, I don't feel good. Right. (laughs) But it's that whole thing of there's power in your tongue. If you want something to be good, do not speak death over it because The moment you speak death over it, it will start to die. You will not have the motivation to preserve it, to do your part, to keep it to be its full potential, to reach its full potential, because you already have determined that that's not worthy. So you'll never do the work, right? So projections are a part of life. We can't help but project on people and have people project on us. But give yourself, as I said, the grace to make your own decisions and mistakes. So friend, I understand that that's how it was for you. In all the truth, in all the unpleasant truth, in all the pain and confusion, in all the never again, Yet still, I will try it my way and see what comes of it for me because I owe it to myself to walk out my own stories and see my own endings. So thank you so, so, so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.